0: Welcome to the Full Press Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Senra, and joining me is my co-host, Alessandro Senator. Alessandro, how are you? Pretty good, Kyle. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, And we're feeling pretty good because we get the big boss coming today, our editor-in-chief at Full Press Coverage, Ian Glendon. Uh, He's coming in to help us talk about the Rams today. Ian, how are things going?
1: I can't complain. We're getting a little bit closer to football, so... uh... Hey, you yeah, know, life is good.
0: Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> You're in the middle of the preseason training camps have gone well. Uh, I know for the Rams, there's a couple players in particular that we're looking out for injury recoveries, but in general, is there any news coming out of Rams camp right now?
1: Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much just it, 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 status quo. I mean, it, you got to be excited for what they have going on, even with the question marks around Todd Gurley, um, uh, Again, that's that's someone that uh, given what he dealt with towards the end of the season and obviously playing a a very minimal role in the Super Bowl, you you have to be concerned about him long term. But, um, you know, they're getting guys like Cooper Cup back. They got a few new faces on that defense. So, you know, I think at this point that this team is just ready to get this season started and get last year, you know, fully in the rearview mirror. And then you can only really do that once you start playing real games again.
0: So uh speaking of Cooper Cup, I know he tore his ACL last year. I think it was early mm-hmm. November. What's his timetable like? Is he gonna be ready for this uh, one? He,
1: he seems like he's gonna be ready to go and and by all indications, he he's looked really good. Um, you know, this is a guy that uh is you know, they, they have a lot of weapons on the offensive side, but you know, Cooper Cup is is has that connection with Jared Goff, you know, the, the special quarterback receiver connections. And uh, you know, even in just the eight games he played last year, forty catches for over 500 yards and six touchdowns and you know if you can just uh, use your imagination and double that over the course of a 16 game schedule you know you're talking about a 12 touchdown 1100 yard season so you know Cooper Cup's excited to be back the team's excited to have him back and you know it looks like he's going to be ready to go right from the get-go he, he looks fast and strong and you know all those things that you, you kind of look for for a guy who's recovering from a ACL injury but um yeah, you know, hey, if you're a Rams fan, you should be excited. I know Cup seems like, uh, outside of maybe Gurley running the football,
0: has been the Rams' best red zone weapon in the last couple seasons. So I'm sure uh, Jared Goff's fantasy stock and people who have him will be certainly happy to have Cup back.
1: Oh, a- absolutely, and and you got to assume too that Jared Goff is going to continue to grow. I, you know, I think uh, obviously under, you know, having another season under uh, Sean McVay and of course, you know, just the the weapons around him, you know. The, the kid has the opportunity to really mature this year. And, um, you know, again, having someone like Cooper cup and, you know, it helps have Brandon cooks and <laughs> Robert Woods as well. But, you know, again, Cooper cup is, he's a special player, especially when it comes to his connection with uh golf.
2: Well, the big, the big story for me coming from, uh, the Rams, especially because you, you, touched on it with the, um, Todd Gurley injury. How does, uh, now uh, I know they picked up Darrell Henderson in the draft. How is he uh how's he been shaping up compared to uh Todd Gurley? I know he's I know Gurley's got the health and the knee and he, I know he's a really good running back, but you know handcuffing Darrell Henderson to Todd Gurley doesn't seem that much of a bad idea considering I've heard a lot of good news about him coming out of training camp.
1: Well, and um, and that's a and that's exactly it. I mean, you have a guy that's going to um You know, if you if you're in real life, if you're the Rams, there's no need to, you know, give Todd Gurley a heavy workload. Not only do they have the talent and the weapons to not have to do that, um, it just it's not a smart move given his injury history, especially the the issues that he deals with. tends to be lingering. So you want him at 100% at the end of the season. You don't need to worry about him, you know, getting 2000 yards in the regular season, you know, especially when you have a guy that can, you know, carry some of that workload. And again, you know, this is, you know, you need to see it out there on the field, but um, you know, any sort of running back that has, has decent vision and and can play the game well is going to do well in this offense because of, just again the the number of weapons and we haven't got to the tight end yet and i know you guys want to talk about that um you know there's just a number of weapons on this team that is going to allow them to do a lot of things with the running backs um and again anytime or if if you can save todd Gurley and not put that much workload on him you're going to be better for it because again you know this is a guy that you you can get away with playing him a lot less than than you have in the past because again at this point you need him for those three games, hopefully, potentially in January and February. So um, handcuffing him with a guy like Henderson is something that, you know, you want, uh, you're want. you optimistic as a Rams fan because he has done well so far in training camp. And he's He's been running the ball well. We're going to see, you know, it depends on how much we're going to see the starters uh, in week three of the preseason. But I'd imagine he's going to get a pretty decent workload just to kind of see where he's at and if he's if he's going to be able to carry, you know, maybe – a quarter of the load, as opposed to Gurley carrying the whole thing. So, um, again, it, the Rams need to get deep, and they need to, you know, use their depth to their advantage because this is a team that can be built to go the distance again, and uh, you know, maybe this time finish the job.
2: Okay, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, with the off price in the knee, you definitely want to keep the longevity for him. Currently. Uh, Henderson is buried in a dev chart. He's fifth overall behind Jim, John Kelly, Justin Davis, Malcolm Brown. So we touched on running back. Now we got to get the tight end.
0: Well, actually, before that, I, I actually still want to focus on Gurley just to really? kind of mm-hmm. touch off something Ian said. So, you know, if, if the expectation is that he's going to have less of a workload, are his touches going to come out of a certain area? Or is it just he's going to continue to be a three-down back? It's just he won't play every series? Or... Is the situation like maybe they'll limit the amount of times that he runs routes and they'll use Malcolm Brown as a patch catching more or maybe even limit his goal line carries like is it is it just an overall reduction or are they just looking to take him out of certain packages?
1: Well, this is my my gut says it's it's that last option because you don't you don't want to take away uh, an aspect of the game that Gurley does well. And if you only focus on him uh, running certain plays and that's essentially what you do. Um, However, you can limit the amount of times he's out there and again, throw in someone else that can catch out of the backfield or, you know, just decide that, hey, you know, we're going to put you on a limit. You're going to play X amount of plays this quarter. I mean, kind of go how the game goes, but um, they're no longer going to sit there and use him as that workhorse. And you're, you're going to find ways to get him off the field because, again, at the end of the day, that's that's just smart on the team's end because you're going to, again, you're going to need him long-term if you want to make a Super Bowl run. Um, you know, he's that important of a player. And we saw how how much his, I mean, obviously he was there, but, you know, his absence really hurt them Uh, against the patriots in february so um i I would say you know keep letting him do the things you know whether it's catching the ball or running the ball just limit what he's doing overall don't try to make him a one-dimensional back because that's not his strength
0: okay now we can get to the tight end so go ahead (laughs) alessandro
2: thank you cal all right i mean no no i mean you're not wrong you do have to worry about Gurley, and that that's not that's a fair thing to assume that you know He really did uh, struggle against the Patriots, or excuse me, they did struggle against the Patriots because they didn't have that dual back. I know C.J. Anderson was phenomenal for them, but um, we obviously saw how the Super Bowl shaped out to be. So with that in mind, let's move on to the tight end because that is a very important position, Mm -hmm. and especially on this Rams team. um, So Tyler Higbee is the number one. Yes, and then, uh, for now. The, for now. <laughs> and then uh, going down deeper into the entire tight end uh, core, it's a mothball because I have not heard any of these guys, and I'm 90% sure they could be rookies for all I know. Um, Gerald Everett, Johnny Mundant, Kendall Blanton, Romelo, uh, Booker, and Keenan Brown. Of those guys, who is poised to take over Higby's spot, if any, take over Higby's spot?
1: it's got to be Gerald Everett because, you know, like we talked about with Cooper cup um, Everett has a pretty good connection with Jared Goff. And, and, you know, like you mentioned before, Higby is the presumed starter, but, um, and he out uh, uh, played uh, Everett last season. However, you know, just looking at the second half of last year and then into the playoffs, Everett started to pick up the pace when it came to, uh, you know, total plays. And he actually, was on the field more than Higby towards the end of the season. So, you know, right there kind of indicates, okay, there's, there's kind of a shift in who's, you know, getting a chance to take this job because, you know, with Everett, he's a more, he's a bit more athletic and he has, you know, he has the ability to do a little bit more, uh, you know, passing or catching the ball, running with the ball, all that stuff. So he's a little bit more of a, uh, I don't know, multi-dimensional tool uh, for Jared Goff. And, on top of that, when he was on the field last year, he accounted uh, every time he was on the field, he was targeted 13 percent uh, of the time, which was the highest rate among any offensive player on the Rams, including Cup and Cooks and all that. Obviously, the volume of plays weren't there, but that gives you, again, another indication of what his potential could be, because, again, this is a guy that, you know has a good connection with Jared Goff. You have that full offensive lineup with the wide receivers, the running backs. All of a sudden, you're going to open up a lot of lanes for this guy who can, again, make some plays. And if he uh, progresses like he had been towards the uh, latter half of last year, look out—he's probably going to be your next, uh, you know, Gronk light or something like that.
2: And we—and this is from the 2017 NFL draft that they did pick up in the second round. So, I mean, um, going looking over. Everett overall, it, it did seem that he did have a uh, nice season going forward. His biggest game was against the Chiefs last year, mm-hmm. where he had two game-winning catch. Yeah, those two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I mean, and then that one. Um, his other his other big game came the NFC Championship. He mm-hmm. had two receptions, fifty yards for over the Saints. So, I mean, he was targeted in the Super Bowl, but he didn't get much yardage. But no, I mean, if you're saying that's not a name to keep an eye on, then I most definitely keep an eye on because, I mean, there's certain um, there's certain teams that you know the clear pro- progression of tight ends, Chiefs, Eagles. You know, we got Kelsey Ertz over there. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely a mock ball for people who are looking for a, a flex tight end or a, a mm-hmm. you know, a league The tight ends are definitely um, supersized, I should say. Um, well, he's
1: he's been he's been kind of compared to Jordan Reed a bit, and and of course we know Jordan Reed was coached by Sean McVay in uh, in Washington, so there are you know, similarities being drawn between the two how they play. You know, maybe maybe he's not at you know Everett's not as good. You know, especially you know peak Jordan Reed, but you can get an idea of what he can do based on you know kind of Jordan Reed's game, and maybe Jordan's how a- Sean McVay and maybe how Sean McVay is going to use him as well.
2: Well, I mean, I mean that's a good thing because we did see Jordan Reed when, when healthy. That's the mm-hmm. biggest issue there. He is a dominant tight end. But going over to the other dominance, the other side of the ball. Actually, yeah,
0: once again, I still like to <laughs> ask a question about the tight ends. We, hey, we're
2: we're uh, pretty uh, thorough here at full press coverage.
1: Hey, of course, that's what we do. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh, so, I
2: nice, Kyle if you wanted to say. I mean,
0: bring it uh, up. What I what I find interesting about. Uh, Gerald Everett is that that was Cooper Cup's draft year too, if I'm not mistaken, right? They're both 2017 yep. draft picks, but I think Cup was taken in the fourth round, and yet since they've both been in the NFL, it's been all Cup. I mean, he's been such an integral part of that offense. And the, the, I guess my concern with the Rams' tight ends for both Everett and Higby is on any given week, either one's never going to be more than the, maybe the fifth target on the team behind the three mm-hmm. receivers and whoever's in at running back. So is I mean, are there any signs that they're going to get more targets or
1: and, and that's 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 the catch, you know, no, no pun intent well Unintended, yes. Yes, um, you know you that's the intend- catch. It. Always intended. Always intended. Um, and that's the thing, you know. At like you said, at best, he's a fourth or fifth fifth option because you know, again, you have the three wide receivers at the top, all capable of you know pulling in seventy to eighty five catches over a thousand yards. You know, it's just that type of offense. You have the running backs. Um, you know, you have some other younger receivers that you know obviously are going to take their targets away. And again, you know, he's he's battling. You know, he did outplay uh, Higby last season, but at the same time, you know, uh, when you look at his total number of plays, you know, obviously that's not going to account for a lot of points fantasy-wise, you know, unless you're in a really, really deep league, especially, you know, again, after the names that you rattled off, you know, guys, tight ends that we know are going to produce, especially, you know, even with Rob Gronkowski no longer one of those options, you know, there there's a number of tight ends that we know are going to produce, guaranteed and even better than perhaps Gerald Everett's peak but specifically for this Rams team he can be a good option but you know when it comes to the fantasy I mean you it might be tough you know like you said it might be a, a, a you know if you're playing too tight end league or you need a, a desperate flex or something like that or you're playing a matchup but um it will still be an interesting player to watch as we move forward through the season
0: the only good news about him is he's going so cheap I mean yep. I, I'm looking at uh uh, on Fantasy Football Calculator's average draft position data and Greg Zerline's going in the 13th round and Everett's <laughs> not even listed so he, I mean, the, his kicker's being taken before him so he, well if you're all about value has, there you go <laughs> I mean if, it's it's a no risk thing I mean week one if you want to try if you really want to try and stream the tight end position right from the waiver wire give him a shot because again you, you can afford to do so mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so let's uh, as Alessandro said, let's get to the defense. So uh Al-Sandre...
2: Oh. oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs>
2: well, now, now now you're giving me questions cuz now I have to ask something about the wide receivers and you said to you You know, we are thorough over here. So now hold on before we get to the defense. Yeah, um the big 3, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. Yeah. After that, I know Josh Reynolds has been one of the favorites and uh, I know Jojo Natson is a return man. Cause he was on my jets at one point and he was a really good return man. How, how's the wide receiver group shaping up right there? Cause I know, you know, when they have to go deep, they have to go deep. So I'm just wondering, cause the, the cup injury is very significant. Brandon cooks when he's not on a field, that's a big hit for them or Robert Woods. I mean, what are we looking at? a uh, Wide receiver position besides those big three.
1: Well, you you named it right off the bat. I mean, you, you're you're going to have a guy. You're going to have to rely on those top three. Let's 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 be very clear about that. I mean, you know, if if multi, you know two of those guys go down, you're you're gonna have a you're gonna have a bad time, you know, to to say the least. But Josh Reynolds. You know he's going to be the guy that you're going to look to 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 make that next step. And again, you know this is a guy that, you know your your expectations aren't going to be high and they shouldn't be because like Gerald Everett, um, where are the target's going to come in. And you know he's a he's going to be a guy who'll come in on some special uh, special coverages. Obviously, coming on certain packages or whatever. But you want to see him start to slowly progress again because yeah, Cooper Cup is back, but. You know ACL injuries—you never want to mess with. You never know how a player's really going to uh, recover from that. Again, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, you know he's he's looked strong, he's looked fast, he looks like he's he's right back to normal. But you know we'll we'll find out come game time. Um, So a guy like Josh Reynolds, he's just got to progress. He's got to learn to uh, be more consistent on the field and build off what he did last year because you know he did start to make some plays down the stretch there. Um, in, In terms of fantasy value, I would I would probably put absolutely none on him because again you know this is assuming those three guys you know the cooks and and uh, obviously the uh, cups and and uh you know robert woods you know they're going to take a majority of the targets like i said i mean you you can count them in if they're all healthy for you know 85 targets and and maybe all three of them break a thousand yards on in this offense so um unless the rams are putting up 750 points this season I don't know where else those points are going to come from. So um, in terms of the Rams, uh, just outside of fantasy, it's a good thing for them because they have more depth. And, you know, a guy like again, like a guy like Josh Reynolds can progress and build off what he did last year without the pressure of having to be the guy. So uh, good for the real Rams, uh, not good for fantasy owners. I, I wouldn't put much value into trying to get a guy like that, you know, at least right now.
2: Okay, well, I mean, we, we do have to talk about it because it, it's a very real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Cooper Cup, ACL, um, Robert Woods, he had the concussion for a few yep, games. Yep. So they didn't, they barely, they had to rotate some um, death in their uh, wide receiver position. And I know JoJo Nason. he's the uh, unofficial fifth wide receiver on the team, but he's a return specialist, and <laughs> so I don't see much coming from him. But... Now we've been alluding to it all night and we've been coming back to it. Unless Kyle wants to talk about something else.
1: Um, talk about uh, Sean McVay's memory.
2: Yeah, let's talk about his that
1: recollection.
0: <laughs> See, I don't I, remember. what What is that about? Yeah. Um, I don't have it. <laughs> Alessandro, you can now ask your defensive question without getting defensive.
2: <laughs> Um. All right. Talking about this defense, it was a major boom bust last year. It was either going yes. to. Uh, either shut you down or just let you go grab a Starbucks on your way to the end zone. I mean, <laughs> I, I, that's the best way to put it. They have Aaron Donald, which is arguably, if not non-arguably, the best D-lineman um, in the game and on that team. Uh, you got Dante Fowler, Clay Matthews, Corey Littleton, Marcus Peters, the key to lead, Josh Johnson, which he, he turned out to be a really good uh, safety come into the thing, and Eric Waddell. This is a very mean offensive whoa, offensive, you know, buster, I should say. Um well, how, how's the Rams shaping up as a total? I mean, I know you start the starters, but I mean they also have some good guys in the secondary, Trayvon Howard, Bryce Hager, Taylor Rapp, great gain. So overall, how's it how, how's the defense looking? I know a lot of fantasy players uh they want to get the Rams, um, but they're not entirely sure because of what happened last year so how is it look over for fancies
1: well like you said i mean they're boom or bust so last year you know they they were 20th in the league giving up 384 points but they're also third in the league with 30 turnovers so you know this is a team that and so it's, it's only gonna you know i i would imagine that the turnover rate's going to pretty much stay the same, especially if you have a healthy Aqib to leave for an entire season. And now you add Eric Weddle, who, you know, again, he's a he's a high IQ guy who, you know, is known to make an interception or two in his his lifetime. So I'd imagine those turnover numbers would stay the same. Um, Obviously, they they lose in Dominican and Sue. You know, obviously, it's not it's not a huge loss. You mentioned Greg Gaines. They drafted to replace him. And then you add a guy like Clay Matthews, who, you know, again, he's not 2011 Clay Matthews, but you know, on a veteran team with a, with a defense coach by Wade Phillips, uh, on a team that's looking to, you know, just go a little bit further than what they did last year. You know, this is a good ad for them. Fantasy wise, again, you just, if if you're a Rams defensive owner, um, you just better hope that maybe instead of being 20th in the league in points, they fall down to 10. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're looking pretty good because you're going to get that point production out of those turnovers. Um, you're going to, you know, again, this offense is going to move the ball well, so generally the defense is going to be left in pretty good position. So I like the defense going in, and you got to assume that again. It, it's it can't get much worse. I I don't want to say it can't get much worse, uh, but you got it. Yeah, you don't don't say. It. I mean, it could get a lot worse. They could you know give up over four hundred and fifty uh, <laughs> points next season. But um, you know, my guts telling me that they're going to be a little bit tighter in that sense. I think uh, you're not going to. I mean, again, you're talking about uh, a game against Kansas City where
2: how many points did they get?
1: Yeah, I mean, and that skews a lot of it, too. So, you know, you take, you know, again, we're not here playing hypotheticals, but you take that game out of the mix, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, um, they can improve on this, and I, I think the Rams are going to because, again, they're a talented team with a lot of good veterans on that team.
2: Well, I mean, first off, that game that you mentioned, 51 yeah. 54 i mean yeah 54 uh, yeah, 51 in rams favor that was huge 105 points total but um yes take that one out of the mix and they are looking like a very good um rams defense right now their current adp corn fantasy football calculator is 10.04 um sometimes they're getting picked as high as 909 i wouldn't go that high for them i mean they are really a really good defense and as far as tier level they are, I would I would put them in the top five, you know, as far as fancy defenses go, because they do have such a, a stout defense, such a good pass rush going up front. Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler, that's a that's a really good pass rush right there. Now going forward, it's like you said, uh, or both of us actually said, uh, it's a boomer bust defense. You know, like you said, it's going to be a little bit tighter. It's definitely gonna be an interesting uh perspective going forward because they have Tlaib back, they have Josh Johnson. You mentioned Eric Weddle, they have a very good IQ. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be Oh, what's the best way players? Um it's definitely scary? Going to be, yeah. I mean would really <laughs> be scared if I was an
0: offense. Uh, I mean it,
2: it was. I mean they had they had um they had Barron, excuse me. Barron yeah, yeah. at at uh, linebacker last year. He was a nice um well, I don't want to call him a field general in that perspective, but he was—he commanded that defense and he told them where to go, and it was really good. I mean, they did have some injuries that did limit them, but um, it did—he he really made sure that defense was what in shape, and he's now on the Pittsburgh Steelers, so now we're going to see if to step up. I think it's Corey Littleton that's going to step up and be the uh, the general on that side of the ball, but um, yeah, I mean like you say Kyle this is this is a scary defense and i mean you got pass rush up from Aaron Donald Dante Fowler Clay Matthews he's not the Clay Matthews we all know and love but he it, he can still get to the guy Marcus Spears a keep to leave so i mean i definitely would be scared right now he's the second overall defense so the, the and, rants are something
0: and i mean Matthews i know this firsthand he's still he's still a good tackler really his only oh, yeah limitation is in coverage that's i mean that he used to be good it's just it's, he doesn't have the speed to keep up with receivers anymore at 32 so as long as they use him as a pass rush specialist i think it's that's a great move for the rams well, that just well, he's
1: it, he's smart enough he's smart enough to adjust too. you know we're, we're talking about a, a savvy veteran who who's not just a robot who listens to one thing and one thing only like this guy can you know reinvent himself especially with the talent around him and I mean, he's had to transition before with the Packers to
0: from an outside linebacker to a middle linebacker. So, I mean, maybe a dark horse candidate to be the the signal caller on defense. They may decide to use him more in the middle. So uh, that that could also be something that uh, maybe the the absence of Mark Barron is kind of covered by a couple players, including Matthews.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, abso- absolutely. And and that's the thing. It's like you know, you, Matthews again may not be like you said as fast or as quick as he used to be, but he can still tackle. And he's he's a leader and he's a veteran who's won Super Bowl. And, you know, he's around a lot of other veterans, too. You know, some of them have won Super Bowls. Others are looking for their first ones. But, you know, again, this is they, the Rams have a mix on both sides of the ball of of, of the potential to have a very good team. You know, that I, I would even throw the one wild card of you know, that Super Bowl hangover kind of gives you, OK, how is this team going to start? You know, and, and that's always a question mark for a lot of teams coming off either a win or a loss in the Super Bowl is how, how do you how do you adjust the next season? How do you move on and how do you refocus? And and I think that's always going to be a question until we actually see the play on the field, because that, that could, you know, again, hypothetically, throw everything off but again this team has the makeup from the coaching to the players uh to be a team that is probably going to be right there in the mix there at the end and and be one of the top teams all year long
0: fantasy defense wise i always like to stream the position Uh, so i don't Mm -hmm. think taking the rams where they're going but i mean they're week one matchups against the panthers and right now with cam newton's big question mark with his ankle or his foot um it's uh, that would be actually maybe a great place to stream them if if only you didn't have to pay a, a premium, I would say a defensive premium for them anyway. I know they're not going as high as the bears are, but still unfortunately it's just a little too high. I don't think I'm ever gonna get many shares of them. Well auction, uh, yeah. auction and contract leagues, maybe that seems to be the one place where defenses a lot of them do go for the minimum price, so
1: well, and, and and that's the thing too. It's like it's it's not like the Rams are a secret or or their sleeper defense. You know, people people know that they have talent. So, you know, you're gonna you're you're gonna listen and see the name recognition. And sometimes it doesn't work out, but I think in this case it's going to work out because again, the, you look at those names. You know, you mentioned Aaron Donalds, they keep to the leaves, Eric Weddle, Clay Matthews, so on and so forth. You know, this is a team again that's that's gotten to the to the precipice of of winning a Super Bowl. And now they're hungry for some more. And, and again, this it, it's far too talented not to, you know, to take a huge step back. If anything, I think they're going to get better. And, you know, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to, to play them in the right matchups, you could be getting a lot of points out of your defense from this team.
2: Now, Kyle, as you know, it is that time, the time of the hour, grab your pillow. We're talking oh. sleepers. Yes, we <laughs> are. Um, Yes. Well, a, 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 as I always like to know, um fancy football sleepers, it's kind of hard to find them nowadays, especially dark horse sleepers, mm-hmm. undrafted rookies, or just rookies in general. And who who's the rookie or undrafted I prefer, but who is the rookie that's going to make the biggest noise? The one that's going to like just propel themselves forward. It could be a rook, uh, it could be a wide receiver, tight end. I'm the okay, I, I can't even go say as far as QB, but um <laughs> Who who's definitely well, gonna be the one
1: on on the Rams or in general on the Rams on the Rams? Well,
2: I mean, in general, that's, oh. a, lot, that, that, that's a very big analysis. I know you're the the other in chief, the commander in chief, the <laughs> Hacho, but well, you
1: know, and and I don't want to cop out on this question, but I one of the one of the reasons why is because I, I think the. And I'll give, you, I'll give you two answers. I'll give you the, my Rams answer, which is I don't think, <laughs> to be honest, if you're looking for a sleeper on the Rams, I don't really see one. Because, again, you know, this offense is so established. Um, it's hierarchy. And even even then, I mean, we talk about Josh Reynolds. I, you know, I, maybe you could call him a sleeper. But, again, he's not a rookie. He's not an undrafted guy. So I, I wouldn't necessarily hinge on that. I mean, look, this offense is going to uh, – it's going to come through those top three guys at the wide receiver position through Todd Gurley. And then like I've said, Ger- Gerald Everett at the end of the year, you guys would be like, you know what? Gerald Everett, he's the man. I remember Ian saying he was going to be great and he's going to be great. Okay. Maybe, maybe not great, but maybe he might be productive. Maybe he'll no, be the just sleeper. Just go for
2: it. Just say so. he's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's great. He's going to be great. I'm I'm saying it right now. He's going to be great. Um, if If he is, then come back and congratulate me. If he's not, please don't, know just forget about this um but i can give you i can give you a sleeper pick in general as an undrafted or a uh, a rookie wide receiver or offensive player and and someone who might uh make some noise here if you want to hear it if you want to hear
2: it don't 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 bring up the patriots (laughs) i already know about jacoby
1: myers (laughs) okay just just making sure And, and again like i said i understand that uh you know you 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 breathe uh green and and white which i don't think is that healthy for you but again, hey to each his own um i did want to bring hey, up
2: the- hey at yeah. least my air is clean and unpolluted with cheating okay for the most <laughs> hey. part
1: furthermore whoa, whoa 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 for Hey, you know part. what we we just talked about the rams and i barely mentioned the patriots so consider yourself lucky
2: <laughs> yes i know i am hey and if i was going to talk any undrafted rookies i'd be talking and miss them man that who goes by Greg and last name Dorch. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right.
1: Okay. Hey, like I said, I mean, don't, don't, don't be mad at me when you, when you, uh, when your bias gets in the way and you see Jacoby Myers there and you just can't take him. And then he has 11 touchdowns this season because you know Um, what? Just, I'm just saying,
2: I'm just saying, you know, is throwing the ball to him
1: i i'll I'll tell tell you i'll tell you what guys as much as you enjoyed the uh the 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 quote-unquote step back in production from tom brady this year um 35 to 40 touchdowns mark it down right now
0: and i mean he's going so late in drafts that that could be a bargain i mean i know in single quarterback drafts you're probably not gonna take him but certainly in superflex, i mean he's definitely worthy of being rostered as a qb2 in some cases so oh yeah big time
1: to me i I think he he uh, again be a uh <laughs> a guy that i think is gonna gonna put up a lot of noise this year again with the with the offensive weapons but we're not we're not talking about the patriots who beat the rams um in the super bowl i just i i felt i felt uh it was necessary for me to bring it up at least once
0: <laughs> just in case anybody forgot that the yeah, exactly the defending champions again right That's now right. it's not just one big hallucination they are <laughs> <laughs> that, that um, is correct <laughs> Well, I mean, you're right on brand talking about the Patriots at the end, uh, but thank you for your great grams analysis. I think we have a bit of a better understanding of the team, even though, as you mentioned, it's it's going to look probably similar to what it has in the past. And uh, mm-hmm. those fantasy relevant players at the top, we all know them. And we're all, you have to pay up to get them all. Yep. Uh, I, I will say the one thing about, you know, there's there's questions around Gurley right now, but given the the situation with Ezekiel Elliott, and that's a huge question mark if, if he's even going to play at all this year, I think... At this point, I think I'd actually rather go Todd Gurley. I mean, you're, you have the chance at just as much upside on both cases. I mean, and it, we've seen from Gurley a, a much bigger touchdown upside than Zeke's ever had.
1: Well, and at... plus, you know, uh, Le'Veon Bell, look, he, he, he set the tone last year. So this idea of a uh, running back sitting out the entire year is not, you know, it's it's not unfathomable. Like, it's, it's actually more of a reality. So you look at that and you're like, OK, well, you know, he's he's a guy that. Okay, I'd much rather risk it on Todd Gurley, because if if this this doesn't get resolved, who knows what's going to happen. Same with Melvin Gordon, for that matter. I mean, he's not of the same ilk as those two guys, but, you know, he's another guy that it wouldn't surprise me if he sat out a a long period of time. So all of a sudden, you know, Gurley, again, still is looking pretty appealing. But, you know, you have to keep in mind that, you know, if the Rams are smart and I think they are, you're not going to make him the workhorse like he has been in years past.
0: Yeah, so it, it that's gonna be kinda determined. See, unfortunately again, most drafts are gonna have to be decided before week one. That's yeah, so. unfortunately. Uh, so but again, I, I think I would take the risk. I mean, seeing a Gurley, unless you really wanna go with any of the receivers, which are certainly viable in the first round. I I could see Gurley and comfortably taking him as early as maybe one oh six.
1: After. And this just speaks to his raw talent and his just how good he is. I mean, because, you know, how valuable, you know, how many running backs do you really consider valuable where, like, you know, you look at a situation like this and you can just be like, all right, well, you know, I can get something similar three rounds from now. You know what I mean? But with Gurley, it's you know, he's he's part of that tier of running backs where, you know, if you have him on that team, you know, if you have, you know, the Gurley of, of the past on that team, you know, you're in a pretty good position to win every week you just got to figure out if he's going to be that type of guy again, this upcoming season. And, um, you know, it, I, I think I, I, it's hard to answer that question.
0: Okay. But I, uh, anyway, you have done a great job of answering all our questions though. Ian. I try, you, I try. <laughs> well, we appreciate you for coming on. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? I know you got your hands in a lot of different places in, in full press coverage. Is there any well, work right now you want to talk about?
1: Well, if we, uh, you know, if we got 25 minutes, I can list all of our accounts. <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, again, we, you know we're really excited just as a site and i you know i'm speaking for you guys too i hope i'm i'm speaking for you guys that you know we're just excited <clears throat> to be, be able to bring you some more you know great nfl coverage and of course you know other sports and stuff but um you know with the nfl kicking off that's our that's our bread and butter so uh definitely check out fullpresscoverage.com. um search for the app the app's great um I built it, so <laughs> I I think it's great. I hope you guys too, uh, do too. But you can get all of our podcasts, uh, live radio, news, information, all that fun stuff. All of our shirts, Alessandro, just you know, just to keep you up to date and everything like that. All of our shirts are there as well. Um, so just check that out, and uh, you know what? Just like I said, just check out all the all the great writers at Full Press Coverage. Because you know, again, I I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without you guys. And uh, you know, again, hats off to that. And uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have another great season capped off by. Uh, Yet another Patriots Super Bowl championship. <laughs>
0: uh, do you want to? Uh... Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I had mean,
1: you go there for a second. <laughs>
0: you, d- you didn't think he wasn't going to say that, did you,
2: Alessandro? No, no. I knew he I knew he was going to throw something in there, but I thought he was going to throw in about the fact that most of the full um, press cover shirts are all Patriots <laughs> shirts. Hey, oh.
1: hey, hey, if you got some good Jets ideas, I mean, I think a good butt fumble shirt might go well. You know, <laughs> oh, that would be that would be good.
2: I was going to say, I love the Packers one. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, see, I, I see Kyle. Kyle yeah, Kyle just... likes that one. I thought that was good.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I prefer one that has Spygate on it, but you know, that's just <laughs> me.
1: Oh, man. That's funny. I'll, I'll think of some good Jets ones. If you have any ideas, shoot them to me. But uh, check it out, guys. Full press coverage store at slash full press coverage. Get a uh, sweet Josh wanna... Gordon shirt
0: <laughs> do you want to plug your uh, Twitter that. account
1: oh yeah yes and if, uh, if you want to uh, follow me on Twitter it's a lot of uh, sharing and stuff of full press coverage stuff and uh, a lot of Brady defense but it is what it is but uh, my Twitter <laughs> handle is at IGLEN31 and uh, yeah join yeah. the fun
2: Yeah, defend the system QB right <laughs> you know what <laughs> ah! Well, just check out my Twitter we timeline. Had, <laughs> we already had this discussion. Okay, I gave I gave it you know a a fifty five forty five in Bill's favor. We already had this discussion.
1: <laughs> a Very respectful discussion, I must say. So you know, again, I I I, I do give you credit for that. You know, Patriots fans,
2: it, and Jets fans can have a civil conversation, mostly.
1: They they can. I happen to have a lot of friends that are Jets fans, so you know, it's it's all good. It's all good here. <laughs> Well,
0: I hope that not just good, but you uh, fa- think the show is great. The uh, Full Press Fantasy podcast. Uh, thank oh, you all for absolutely. listening.
1: Oh, I thought you were asking me. I apologize. Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> hope, I hope you think no, it's great. Oh, it is. Right. I, mean, great. I love it. I, I love it. You can <laughs> listen to it right Full Press coverage so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But yes, uh, hope everyone's enjoying this. Uh, thank you, Ian, so much for helping us uh, talk about the Rams. We appreciate it greatly. Uh, be sure to check out the fan uh, the podcast on twitter at fpc underscore fantasy pod Uh, as ian mentioned check out all the work on fullpresscoverage.com and you can find this podcast not only on the full press coverage app and the full press coverage radio network but also on uh now various podcast sites apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify go check us out wherever you listen to podcasts we appreciate it very much uh, on behalf of my co host Alessandro Senator at AM underscore Senator. Uh, my name is Kyle Senna. I'm at Yama underscore KS. And this was the Full Press Fantasy Podcast.